This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. As part of my English project in Matric, we were tasked with creating a board game. I was partnered with one of the very few Jewish girls in my school, and we decided to call the game Chutzpah. I found myself thinking back on this memory when I learned that Sue Benita had in fact created her own board game for Shabbat. Sue has a psychology and art background and is an educationist, and she joins me now to tell me more. Uh, Sue, so you actually did, went through from beginning to end with a board game, and now it is available to the public, correct? Um, it's been available for the last two years, actually. What is your board game called? It's called Shabbat Spiel. It started off with two, two games in the box, uh, Shabbat Spiel and Shabbat Dominoes. Um, since then, I've actually developed two other ways of playing the game. So it's now, with the contents of the box, it's a four-in-one game. And it's also uh, it spreads the age limit appropriateness, rather, um, for children from the ages of about 3 to about 12, 13 years old. Obviously, you wanted to keep kids busy on Shabbos. You wanted them to have something that was fun and enjoyable to do. And you kind of went about putting a game together. I remember being asked at the time to put a game together, feeling a little bit panic-stricken myself. So tell me what your process was. It actually started many years ago when I was working for the Union of Orthodox Synagogues Cape Council, um, I was employed to develop a structure and resources for children's services at Orthodox synagogues throughout the country. Well, it started in Cape Town only and then spread to other areas throughout the country. Um, and I was developing games and coming with the prototype and all the pieces needed for the youth directors to develop the games for their particular shows. Basically, I had made all these very rudimentary games that were made um, basically um, board games made out of cardboard and laminated with various different pieces. And basically, it was my dream to actually create these games um, for for the general public to to have them made professionally. So this is my first game. I have a host of other games planned. Yeah, and this is my love. Absolutely love it. So you have an educational and an art. I mean, you have a psychological psychology and art background. To what extent were you able to bring the two together in this game? I found that it definitely brought about all my loves, my love of Torah, my um, love of psychology, my art, uh, whereby all of these three loves joined together in the creation of my games. So tell me a little bit about your game and how you play. I mean, I noticed that you also speak about uh, increasing the age from three. So obviously older older kids and adults included can play games such as 30 seconds and Monopoly and other card kind of games. So obviously your market was specifically the little people. Yes, the little people, but for this particular game, more so the little people, it's something that is perfectly compatible with the rules of, of Shabbat, so it can be played on Shabbat and, of course, any other time of, of the, the year. It's not just specific. Um, and it has an educational component to it, 
and it's endorsed by um, various rabbis and by educational uh, occupational therapists as well. So tell me about your game, Sue. Okay, so it, um, the name is Shabbat Spiel and Shabbat Dominoes. Uh, it started off as a two-in-one game. Um, Shabbat Spiel basically has two boards and 48 cards. Um, the, bo- the two boards have spinners on them, and the children spin uh, the spinners, and wherever it lands, there'll be two images. So there's six images per board. It'll land on one image on each board, and the children have to actually scale um, the, the playing section to find the card, and there's only one of them uh, that has those two objects in it. The first one to touch it gets to keep it, and so the game continues until uh, all the cards have been claimed and the children count up and see which um, which child has the most um, cards. So just to put it together, again, because I keep thinking back to my matric experience when, you know, we were forced to do so as part of a project, but it was kind of fun, but it was kind of quite difficult to know where to start. Did you envisage the game in its entirety or did you start experimenting and have little people play it and see how it went? What yes, was the process, Sue? Definitely. So basically, um, as I say, these games were made up um, in a very rudimentary fashion for uh, children's services and seeing um, what kinds of things uh, the children would talk about. Um, the pictures, for instance, those were the ones that I re drew and retained for my actual board game, and some of them I uh, discarded. Also, I I saw that the problem was that the spinner had to be able to spin properly and not uh, stick on the board. So I worked very closely with a plastics manufacturer to get the perfect spinner, and I even had my son have his little two bits whereby he said the spinner had to have a mug and dovid on it, so that was included as well. <laughs> Your game, Dominoes? Uh, okay, so that's just the general game of dominoes, but it's picture form instead of numbers. Um, so they they draw a certain amount of cards, and um, the first person to get a double plays it, and so the game continues where they have to match the picture to the one that's on the board. Then, obviously, you've got to go through the whole production and getting it into shops. What has the response been? The response response has been really, really good. Um, I've had a lot of interest from overseas for it. Um, It is being marketed in Israel already, um, and it has uh, the the rules have been uh, translated into Hebrew as well. It's been quite a difficult process from beginning to end. And I think that marketing has been the hardest for me because I, it was quite an investment to bring about this game. So um, I didn't have the funds to get somebody to market for me, and it's not my forte, and it certainly is not my love. I want to create the games. That is my absolute love, and the ideas are just flowing all the time. Somebody will mention something to me, and another idea for a game will pop into my head. So much so that I love getting stuck in traffic because my mind wanders and I actually sit there 
um, with my phone on record so I can start speaking into it because the ideas just come to me when I'm sitting waiting for the traffic to move. Uh, that's a good use of time as well, Sue. Um, so tell me about your next game. Okay, I don't want to talk too much about it. Um, there are a couple. I'm, I'm not sure at this stage which one I'm going to be going with first, but um, all of them are educational. The next ones are going to be more for teenagers and um, and young adults. So, yeah. And one is a heritage game, and the other has to do with the Chazal, with the with, with the great names of the giants whose shoulders we stand on. It sounds a lot of fun. Your games sound a lot of fun, and obviously it must be nice to be part of that. I mean, to have that creative ability and to have these ideas and to make it both fun and to combine all your different passions. Um, so where can we find the games? The games are available from my son in Johannesburg. He's, uh, his name is Justin Benneter. Can I give you his phone number? Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's 082-631-4020. The game is also um, available from me in Cape Town. I can get, be contacted on 072-292-2348. And... And it's being marketed at the moment on lockdown special at 365 Rand. Obviously, if um, people outside of Johannesburg and Cape Town want the game, there'll be the added cost of, of um, postage. So do you, are you looking for somebody to help you with marketing? I mean, are you, would you like to call out? Well, if there's somebody out there, I would love it. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. It sounds like a, a fantastic idea, and I'm sure there are many parents who are thinking, gosh, no, what do we do the days, especially in Joburg, I don't know what you like in Cape Town, the days are short, they're dark, they're cold, and exactly. going outside doesn't really seem like such a fantastic option often. Um, so I'm sure it, it is something that people would like to explore and play with, and it's completely fresh new ideas. So I think it's absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. I must say that the feedback has been wonderful, and I find it very rewarding. In fact, my grandson in Israel went to play with a friend of his on this last Shabbat, and they took out my game, and he was so excited. He said, my Boba made that game, my Boba made that game. And, of course, I was, like, very excited to hear that somebody in Israel is taking it out to play with <laughs> With my grandson who knows it so well. And you know what's also nice, Sue, is actually it's a beautiful present to give. Very much so. It's a, a lot of people have used it, um, for, for gifts, for the Chagim, for birthdays, etc. And a couple of people I know who found it too expensive for one of them, they've joined with another person and given it com- as a combined gift from two families. So the opportunities are are endless. Sue, thank you so much for joining me and telling me more about your games. And it must be, as I said, absolutely fantastic to be so creative and to see something through to fruition like that. So thank you so much. Thank you, Cherise, for the the opportunity. Take care and stay safe. Thanks very much. That was Sue Benita, a psychologist and um, artist who has created her own board game for Shabbat.